Impenetrable Fortress Podcast. I'm Alan Jackaway. Sitting next to me, Mr. James Bennell. James, how are you? Doing well, Alan. How are you? I'm good. Did you recover from the uh, after effects of a unusually trying Super Bowl? I think I have. It uh, it took me a while, but uh, you know, in in this day and age, at least, it seems like it's easier to get over certain things than maybe it would have been in the past. Because there are distractions. <laughs> it's true. There's always there's always stuff going on for better or worse. So yes. It's uh you know, it's time to to move forward. Hopefully the Falcons are able to uh to move forward. But yeah, uh, it, that's You would hope. They should feel pretty good about this year, sort yeah. of regardless of yeah. what happened in that final game. Yeah, it's just a pretty brutal pretty brutal finale, but it's a it's a punch in the gut to lose that one. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's review it. All right, James. We both wrote limericks about this game. That's true. Um, I guess let's do them. Do you want to go first? I think I went first last time. I think so too. So why don't you why don't you go for <coughs> I'll it? I'll go first. But first, let me propose a, a really bad idea. How about I read the first two lines of mine then you read the middle two you read you know the the couplet in the middle of yours and then i read the last line of mine um i mean this is a bad idea but sure <laughs> let's do it all right here we go at the half the outcome seemed certain they're done might as well pull the curtain but they never stop grinding so we keep on finding then it happened and now we're all hurting it's actually that one that worked one wasn't pretty well too bad and actually what worked pretty well all right do and yours, to... uh, yours might work for mine, too. All right. Well, let's give it a right, try. let's try it. A franchise that's now the most hated was looking a little deflated. Were the words on our lips as towards history we slipped? That they ended up being elated? Well. Had to turn mine into a question. Yes, it used that's to true. Be a, it used to be a statement. Yours, yours was that's a true. question, but that, yeah. I mean, similar. Altogether, not bad. I don't know. Should... Similar concepts. Yeah. Dare we put them in the right order for our listeners, or let them uh, sort it out themselves? I don't know. I feel like they should have to do the, the legwork. If like it had worked out true. worse, I would have felt like we had to do it. So yeah, we same fair. same basic premise. Although I will, I, I so, do want to take a moment to say that we essentially both nailed our limerick predictions last week. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so um. so I mean, you pretty <laughs> much predicted arguably several of the plays deep. Deep yeah. thrown to Julio, but there was one in particular since you had said the guy was going to slip for the deep yes. throw where that that happened specifically. I was very excited um, to see that happen. Although not Julio, I think that was someone else. It, it doesn't was, matter. Yeah. Um, and I said all touchdowns to backs of some sort. There was one to a wide receiver and one to a tight end, and yeah. six to Two. running backs that's... and one defensive back. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty that's... close. It's hard to get too much better when you're predicting against eight touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, a seventy-five percent success rate. Yeah. Um, but I guess we have to talk about defense, right? I mean, that's we do. What we, that's what we talk about. It is. How, and... did, how did you feel about defense? Well, I feel like uh, what happened. Uh, you know the. The Patriots' defense was. It's they have to. It has to be said that they were they were either more flexible or they were better coached than Atlanta's yeah. defense. I mean, if you if you look at it, 
uh, if you just look at the stats from the game, the New England ran way more plays than yep. Atlanta did. So that Atlanta defense, especially in the fourth quarter when they started letting up all the points, had to be exhausted at yeah. this point. Like, and you could tell that their pass rush, you know, at the beginning of the game, it was like, oh man, the, the Falcons are sacking them every play. This yeah. guy, Dwight Freeney, Jane Garrett or whatever, looked great. <laughs> they, yeah, Dwight Freeney looked great, and then it just it all went away. It fell down. It all yeah. went away for them. Um, and, we uh, warned about that, that that's important, and that if they aren't able to do it, like, basically, when they were able to do it, they were doing well, and when they weren't able to do it, they were doing poorly. Yeah, that's uh, and that's what it looked like. And the, the Patriots' defense, as the Falcons kept not being able to put drives together at the end there, the Patriots' defense was getting off the field fast, and they were able to rest up, and they were staying, they were staying strong, and they were getting in the Falcons' face. And, uh, you know, they, they got, uh, you know, bounces to go their way. And yeah, uh, it's turned out good arguably. for them. Looking at the uh, win probability chart for this game is kind of amusing, as there's just a huge chunk of it where Atlanta is sitting at like 99.9% right up until the end there, which just goes to show you that win probability charts are probably garbage. Well, it's a probability. That's true. You know? It's a probability. I mean, it, it depends how you look at it. That's That's one of the main arguments against them, of course, is that you can never really prove they're wrong. Right. You know, and but, I mean, in uh, this case, I think there's a reason to think it was right. There's a bunch of plays that could have changed, and Atlanta probably would have won. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady throws that ball right at um, the the Falcons linebackers' well, Vic, hands. Vic Beasley, Vic Beasley, was the Vic last Beasley's one, hands. But... Yeah, and if Vic Beasley catches that, his game over. Yeah. Falcons win. Yep, and right. There, yeah, there were several several interceptions that could have been. There were several if, sacks that could have not right? been. If Matt Ryan doesn't fumble the ball on that last sack, sure. Even they, if he just gets sacked, but not fumbles, but not fumbles, then it's Atlanta a, kicks know, a field goal and yeah, and the Patriots and just, still have to score another touchdown. And it's yeah, um, so many things. James, I think we were sitting in different places at the time this happened. When when there was a punt right near the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. Were you, as I was, upstairs, I think, yes. calling for a fair catch kick to occur? <laughs> yes, because that's exactly the moment you want to do something like that. Like, now, of course, it would have been New England and they wound up winning anyway, but they right. had an opportunity to do it. Right. The a point thing is... that no one has ever, as far as anyone knows, no one has ever actually made one of these things before. Yeah. And I can't believe it. that many have been attempted at Super Bowls. But, maybe, uh, maybe zero for yeah. that as well. But I just, it's about, we like to talk on this podcast about good process. And the good process decision right there is to attempt that kit. Because what's the worst thing that happens? I know. Right? Well, and that was the only really not good process for New England throughout it. So it's hard to fault them too much. But uh, Although I would argue the other one was the weird fake kneel down that got um Deion lewis hurt yes that is although true. i will say that of course if that had worked and they had won on that if they if he had made a touchdown and they had won on that they would have gone down as like the greatest belichick trick play, moment yeah. trick play in nfl history that is 100 percent true and so again maybe I, I another it, good point about just how the the bounces you know the breaks can go yeah you know can they go one way and then suddenly Belichick's a genius and they go another way and he's an idiot and so it's yep um what else is important defensively uh and Landon Roberts made his presence known tackling another one of those plays that could have really swung the thing Devonta Freeman's basically yeah. running for a touchdown to ice the game and a Landon Roberts is the guy who catches him yeah we talked about him and then we forgot his name for like four weeks <laughs> yes, we literally indeed. forgot what his name was 
And, yes, uh, and there indeed. he was making a critical play. And there was, um, you know, Dante Hightower is going to be a really interesting, someone they'll probably resign. And yeah. we're going to have to look at from a fantasy standpoint. Probably, well, I don't know. Actually, it'll be really interesting how the linebackers on New England shake out from a fantasy standpoint next year. They're always interesting because it doesn't, yeah. they're, I mean, may, maybe like a lot of the players that the Patriots get, they're like, They've all been at some point like castoffs from another team or not particularly highly rated draft picks. Yep. And then somehow that system puts them together in a way where they succeed beyond anybody's expectations or predictions. Yeah, indeed. What else about defense? Nothing. I mean, the thing is, of course, it wasn't a particularly defensive right. focused yeah. game other than just, about the you know. I mean, it was about defenses getting tired and yeah, or not getting tired. Defenses getting tired and it was about New England getting their sacks at better times than Atlanta got their sacks, I think was a yeah. big thing. And... I mean, yeah, here Atlanta gets five sacks uh, yep. over the course of the game and New England only pulls together, it looks like four. four. Yeah. Uh, but but my memory of it will always go down as that New England sacks were, were what changed the game. Yeah, so. exactly. What can you do? They're a uh, they're a machine. <laughs> Football. It's a game of random chance and, yeah. and a little bit of skill thrown in there. Indeed. Thank you for listening to the Impenetrable Fortress podcast. Our theme and interstitial music is "Dear Eliza" by Ned and the Dirt. We will be back sometime. I don't know when, but we'll be back sometime. We probably, well, I don't know. We're going to figure out what we want to do with the podcast. Um, you know, we might just come back and do another year as we did it. We have to come up with another uh, poetic structure. Yeah, if you have but, a particularly uh, favorite form of poetry you would like us to uh, attempt to emulate in a football theme, you know, just email the podcast. Yeah, in the in the past we haven't done draft or free agency podcast. Maybe we should this year. I don't know. But maybe we'll, if we're on our game, maybe we'll. Yeah, we'll so think we'll about be back it. in in somewhere between one and eight months. Yeah, would it be eight? No. Anyway, we'll be back in between <laughs> one and yeah. I guess it would be that one, seems and, one and seven. I think it would be yeah. seven because that's September. One and seven months, um, and it'll yeah. be you know. We'll be talking defense one way one way or another, right. I promise this. If the podcast continues to exist, we'll, we'll still talk about defense. defense more than you know, more than normal. Even if we try to make it more balanced and spend more time on offense, we'll still be still our we'll first. We'll still be love. here talking about the defense more um, than anybody else. Hit of the Super Bowl. Santa uh, Hightowers? Strip yeah. sack? I mean it it, it kind of has to be. I mean it's that or um I mean it it you know it ended up not not Letting Atlanta win, but um, Julio Jones's toe I mean, tap yeah, catch. Yeah, that catch was awesome. But I think we have to give it, to, have a to, give it to a defensive one on this play, one. And, and I then think it's that means be Dante Hightower. Hightower. Yeah. So, uh, so good job, Dante Hightower. You get our MVP you, essentially. What is equivalently yeah. our MVP? Um, we'll be back sometime in the future from Allen and James. Stay, stay low. low.